are listening to the Cloud Lounge Podcast, a show about business, technology, and all that jazz. Brought to you by Soft Landing, a leading IT service provider in Canada. Let's get started. Here's your host, Zeeshan Randawa. Welcome to the Cloud Lounge, folks. I'm your host, Zeeshan. Something that never goes out of style is a strong focus on security. It seems like every day we see a new headline about some major security breach. And of course, there's hundreds of thousands unreported cybersecurity incidents that we never even hear about. Today, 80% of cyber breaches are tied to digital identity and access violations. And yet organizations only spend a mere 5 to 8% of their security budget on digital identity. So when people mention identity management or digital identity, what are they actually referring to? Well, identity management, or also known as identity access management, IAM, is ensuring that the person trying to access resources or content is indeed who they say they are and that they should have the access to those resources. According to the research done by the Identity Defined Security Alliance Group, 98% of research participants reported that the number of identities is increasing. And of course, this is driven by things like cloud adoption, third-party relationships, and machine identities. Also, 64% of respondents said that managing and securing identity is one of the top three priorities of their security program. And a staggering 84% of respondents said that they experienced an identity-related breach in the past year. And this is one piece that really sums it up for me. Folks, 96% reported that they could have prevented or even minimized the breach by implementing identity-focused security outcomes. So when we say 84% of respondents said that they experienced an identity-related breach, what could have been the root cause? Well, according to IBM's cost of data breach report, 80% of data breaches are caused by weak or stolen passwords. So let's get into our conversation today with our guest. So our guest today is Jerome Bousquet, and Jerome is a global backbelt for advanced identity at Microsoft, so the perfect person to have in this conversation. Welcome to the Cloud Lounge, Jerome, and thank you for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. So Jerome, let's start at the real basics. Just let us know what is identity and access management and why is it crucial for organizations in today's digital landscape? Yes, so I think there's a multiple definition, right? For me, identity and access management is basically a framework of policies, technologies, and processes that will govern and control access to an organization's digital resources. So mm -hmm. these resources may include application, database, networks, cloud services, or any other sensitive information inside the organization. I would say that basically IAM focuses on ensuring that the right individuals, such as you know, employees, partners, or even customers, they have the appropriate level of access to the right resource at the right time while also, of course, preventing unauthorized access and potential security breaches. In terms of why, I think it's, it's crucial for organizations in today's digital landscape with all uh, enterprise having multi-cloud, like so, such Azure, AWS, or GCP, or even mm -hmm. more. I think first and foremost, it's about enhancing security and also mitigate the risk, right? We also have a lot of customers that are really looking at the regulatory compliance and the data privacy. We have a lot of you know, thing going on with GDPR, with the CCP Act, the California Consumer Privacy Act, and the Bill 25 in Quebec that isn't coming. And I think all the organization must ensure compliant with all those legal requirements. And an IM solution will kind of facilitate the adherence to these regulations with enforcing access controls, tracking user activities, and providing audit trails for that. Excellent, excellent. And Jerome, how is Microsoft evolving its vision about securing and managing identity and access? 
So if I can make a bit of history, maybe to uh, and go back in time, right? To yeah. answer that question. So I think from 20 to the 2015, we were talking about directory services. And then we moved along the way after 2015 to being identity as the new control plane. What we are seeing now is that it's becoming a trust fabric where basically everyone, every mob thing on the planet has to identify themselves correctly. So as more interaction turn digital, the role of identity is kind of expanding, right? So today it's not only employees, but you have partners, customer, creators, digital services, smart devices, they all collaborate online. And you need ways for all of them to establish trust in real time. So identity is really becoming a critical system, not just for organization, but I think for, for society at large, because it is the only system that can establish the ubiquitous trust in the digital world. So together with partners across all the industry, Microsoft, of course, we are kind of building a digital identity systems that will serve as a trust fabric for the ubiquitous decentralized digital ecosystem of the future with our decentralized identity. What are the drivers like for that trust fabric? I think I just want to spend a bit of time around that. So the first one, and we see more and more organization, of course, implementing the zero trust and they will kind of driving the category consolidation, including the merge of networking, identity, and device management. Then, of course, we see a lot of those enterprise customers that are increasingly using multi-cloud and hybrid infrastructure strategies. And then we can also think some static policies giving way to adaptive access and identity governance. And all those trends are being powered by machine learning and artificial intelligence more and more, and even more in the future. It's also addressing as a driver every identity. So we're talking about human identity, workload identity, device identity, and that requires visibility, control, and a whole managed lifecycle. And finally, we can talk about collaboration, right? That's regularly extend beyond traditional enterprise boundaries there. Absolutely. And I, I know a lot of folks are interested with Microsoft's announcements around Copilot and so on. And one of the things that, that Microsoft is letting folks know is getting your house in order, especially for something like making sure your zero trust strategy is is solid and, and so on. So this is all within that that same kind of realm of conversation as well, right? Exactly. I mean, we just announced during our Reimagine Access event last week that Microsoft is kind of jumping in, a, in the secure access service edge market, you know, where you have players like Zscaler and Palo Alto, for instance. So we announced our own solution, which is basically a security framework that converts software-defined wide area network with a zero-trust security solution into a converged cloud-delivered platform that securely connects users, systems, endpoints and remote networks to application and resources. So I think that solution is going to be uh, really important for Microsoft in basically all our customer environments. Excellent, excellent. Moving past the concepts, what are some of the key components of an effective identity and access management system? So in my opinion, there's maybe you know a couple of them. So the first one will be an identity repository. So of course, the identity repository serves as a, as a centralized database that will store, manage the user identity, and all their associated attributes. And we can think about uh, username, password, roles, permission, and so forth. Then you have all the uh, authentication mechanisms. You can think about password-based authentication, of course, multi-factor authentication, and all the new biometric authentication, like fingerprints and facial recognition. You can also talk about authorization and access control there, where once a user identity is kind of authenticated, 
the IAM system, determines what level of access that user should have based on their roles, mm -hmm. on their permission and attributes. We can also think about single sign-on, of course, and everything about the identity lifecycle management, so the joiner, mover and lever process inside the organization. Identity federation is a, is a key pillar there. And of course, the governance and compliance followed by the audit and logging there. Excellent. Okay. Okay. And I know, you know, security is obviously very important, but definitely so is the end user experience and making sure that, you know, it's not cumbersome for end users to gain access to the information they need and being able to gain access in a secure fashion. So how does identity and access management kind of impact end user experience? Like, how do you strike that balance between security and convenience? So that's a very dear subject to my heart. Before being in security, I was a modern work specialist at Microsoft, and I was also a modern work at GBB. So like productivity and people being able to collaborate is really key for me, right? So I think Excellent. that's the real challenge here. That's the real challenge. How can you balance security and productivity? I will take Microsoft as an example. Mm -hmm. We are really embracing, for example, the passwordless approach. I can't even remember the last time I used my password, right? It's all about MFA first, yeah. biometric yeah. factors. So I think the identity and access management system, they need to be able to get enough insight into the risk of each device user authentication method, right? That, that, that's the first pillar, that's the first key. And then we need to adapt the complexity of the, of the authentication process in real time based on the risk of that request and that connection. So for example, is my device is compliant? Do I have like an impossible travel login scenario? Are my credentials being leaked in the dark way, for example? Do I have been the victim of a brute force attack in any of other cloud where my identity is federated? So mm -hmm. that assessment also needs to happen not only at the connection request, but I think also during a decision in real time, because that risk can evolve, right? And at Microsoft, we just launched a very interesting feature called the continuous access evaluation that will exactly provide that real-time protection. Oh, excellent. Excellent. And yeah, I know from experience as well with what we're doing at Soft Landing for identity protection that you can't just expect folks to overnight learn how to securely access their information and so on and so forth. There is a certain kind of change element involved as well, kind of a change in, in training element to this as well. Exactly. Yeah. So in closing, Jerome, kind of what are some of the emerging trends or technologies that are shaping the future of IAM and how can organizations stay ahead of this curve? So what I'm seeing as a, as a big trend right now, and, and lots of discussion with my customers, it's around decentralized identity, whereas basically the user will own his own credential and all the data and is going to be aware of who and what is sharing those information with, right? And that's mm. completely felt under the zero trust approach and the verify explicitly requirements. If you want an example of that, you can look in LinkedIn because that's the first public product where we integrated that decentralized identity called Entra Verified ID at Microsoft. And mm -hmm. for LinkedIn, as an example, it will help you being certified by an employer. So you can really have like a, like a bit on, on Twitter, like the Blue Star, you're going to be yeah. certified that I'm really working at Microsoft, right? And the concept is pretty straightforward, right? The goal is to have, you have an issuer of your very, very credential. 
as an individual, you're going to store those credentials in a digital wallet. It can be, you know, your Apple wallet, your Microsoft Authenticator application. And then you will just provide those information and those very bad credentials for a portal and application. So the use cases that we're seeing mostly applied is pre-hired kind of scenario and also the self-service password reset process there that is highly leveraged for those technology. The second I think of trend and technology, I think that's the one we just announced around the secure access service edge, right? With SASE, we just mm-hmm. talked about uh, on the question earlier. I think that that's a, that's a game changer and our competitor, like partner in the past, LZ Scaler, were doing that pretty well and they, they had a lot of customer. So I think Microsoft converging as a platform and solution into that field, it's going to really, really help many of our customers. And the last one, of course, about artificial intelligence and machine learning, right? So funny enough, I haven't seen so far any announcement around a copilot version for identity at Microsoft. I guess it's going to come. I have no specific information about that. But we already started to integrate at least machine learning specifically around the access review, right? To help administrator and manager, you know, take the right decision. Should I keep that role or that those set of permission to a certain employee based on a multiple criteria as an algorithm. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah, some real advanced stuff happening, not just with the technology we deal in with day to day, but also how you access that technology and how you secure yourself as well. So yeah, thank you so much, Jerome, for spending this time with us today and providing your perspective. That was my pleasure. Thank you so much for inviting me. I hope it was uh, relevant for the audience. Absolutely. These days, with the speed of innovation, it's easy to get caught up in the latest and greatest technologies and trends. And sometimes, you know, this can cause us to lose sight of the fundamentals. And ensuring a person only has access to what they should certainly is a fundamental concept. With the integration of technologies such as AI and our flow of work and everyday apps, securing information and those that access it is more important than ever. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And again, I would like to thank Jerome with his insights on this topic. Folks, this has been the Cloud Lounge. Until next time, take care.